The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep who do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. I don't play poker. No surprise to most of you. Actually, it's been a long time since I played any card game. But I learned that in poker, there is some debate about whether or not to show your hand, to lay down your cards at the end of the hand. I do remember a very different experience of laying down my cards. It was an exercise that I was doing on reflecting on life's values. I had 10 strips of paper in my hand, 10 things most important to me in life, everything from work to marriage to nature to other values or things I love. I was asked to, mad, to imagine which card, which value I would be willing to part with first and to lay a card on the table, so to speak, one at a time. Laying down the last three cards, as you can imagine, was very emotional. Imagining living without them Reminds me of the Buddhist concept of impermanence. Nothing lasts forever. The Gospel of John shows its cards from the beginning. Jesus, word made flesh, lays down his life for us that he may take it up again. Jesus dying, rising, and sending the Spirit 
not only in the first century, but today. And Jesus, as good shepherd, reveals a God who desires to be known. I know my own, and my own know me. Last Sunday, the New York Times had a special section in which people reflected on what happened to them during the pandemic the past year. How they and we have had to lay down so many things dear to us, living closer to ever, closer than ever, to life's deepest questions. It's been a kind of collective near-death experience, at least for those lucky enough to survive. And also an awakening, a birth, a transformation is beginning to emerge. Mary Fugate is 31 and writes that she lived most of 2020 dying for human interaction. From her front porch, she noticed different kinds of birds, so she downloaded an app to learn their songs. These birds became her friends. Her morning dove would always sing between 7 and 11 a.m., then, last summer, her sister was hospitalized with a cancerous cyst. Though they were estranged, Mary offered to go stay with her sister in New Mexico. Now, like all of us, Mary has her own issues that she's dealing with. But as she drove across the country to New Mexico, she had a revelation. I'm the girl who, despite all the challenges, will drive across the country in a pandemic to be with the people I love. A laying down of her life, if you will, for another. Now, diagnosed herself with PTSD, for Mary, even wearing a mask was triggering. If she was terrified to leave her home to buy groceries, how would she drive across the country? Yet spending 10 hours a day in the hospital with her sister became, it became a kind of meditation. I can do these things. I can do these things for the people I love, she said to herself. But then, when Mary returned to the loneliness, to the emptiness of her apartment, she decided to, to move back home with her parents. And as she drove around the neighborhood and began to drive out of the city, she wept, like laying value cards on the table one by one. She grieved the future she thought she would have. She grieved not being able to tough it out and stay. She grieved the loss of independence. But then, on one of the first days at her parents' home, Mary heard the song of the morning dove again. And then she started to cry, even in a different location. The song was familiar. Though Mary doesn't know who she's becoming, she knows she can't go back to a before. She's changed. Her values have changed. Now she finds herself getting excited about getting ready for baby ducks on the farm. The slower pace is a comfort. 
Now, there are parts of 2020 that Mary never wants to talk about. She was afraid she would lose her sister, and she was afraid she might lose her own self. Yet now, she's beginning to see that transformation is emerging, something that could not have happened without her laying down her old life as she knew it for the sake of love, for the sake of another, for the sake of a new beginning. Who could have thought that the horrific sight of a white police officer laying his knee on the neck of an African-American would birth an awakening? Now, George Floyd did not lay down his life willingly, but many hope that this moment is a pivot in our criminal justice and police reform as our nation continues to face the racism that's built into all of our systems and institutions. And who can imagine that a hybrid kind of liturgy like this, folks online, and wow, it looks like such a full church today in person, could be a time for opportunity. Our, mi our migration to YouTube and HT Unmuted next week is part of this transition. The same is true for the Lakeview Lutheran Parish. What do we need to lay down to have a stronger witness together in this community? How can shared online ministries, shared staff that avoid duplication and costs, help us to use our limited resources more wisely? And in the aftermath of Earth Day, how can we lay down our lives, take radical steps for change, for the sake of Mother Earth, for the sake of generations still to come? Amid danger, the Good Shepherd lays down his life for the ones entrusted to him, that they, that we, that each of us may know fullness of life. And if you listen closely to that amazing gospel, it's for the sake of the other sheep as well, whoever they may be in our time. Our God desires to bring them to the fold as well. This gospel enables us to lay down our lives, lay down our smugness, lay down our disdain for those who see things differently than we do, for the sake of those outside the fold and for the common good. Lay or lie, it's a grammatical conundrum. You lay down a card, you lie on a couch. Certainly we are called to lay down our lives for the sake of others, to lay down our cards, so to speak, meaning to make our intentions known, to live our baptismal faith in word and deed. But isn't it true sometimes you just want to lie down and cover up? In such troubled times, it's Psalm 23 that reminds us of God's tender care. We lie down in green pastures. We rest beside still waters. We marvel at buds and shoots and blooms and flowers. The earth restores us. We hear the birds sing. 
So before we rise up and face the daunting tasks before us, people of God, take some moments to lie down, to lie down and bask in God's unconditional love and grace and mercy. Amen.